Right now on Truth Today, we're going to be discussing the One World Religion Rising. Did you know that their headquarters is now finished and it is in the heart of the Islamic world in Abu Dhabi? We're going to be discussing the multi-faith deception, the Abrahamic faith lie. Is Islam a true religion? Is Allah a true God or not? And also, a little bit more on my testimony of coming out of Islam. That and much more here, right now, on Truth Today. Well, good morning or good afternoon, depending on what time zone you're in. Thank you for joining us here today on Truth Today. Uh, this is Pastor Sharam Hadian with Truth and Love Ministry. Thank you for uh, spending the time, taking that time to come and listen to these programs. I pray that it is uh, a blessing. I pray that it will be edifying. And of course, in all things, we pray that God will be glorified through these messages and these programs because we want to lead people to Him. We want to make Him known, lift up His name uh, on the earth today. Um, of course, we're anticipating and, and, and still praying for this outpouring of the Spirit that we uh, see manifest around the world. Reports coming that it's happening around the world, in the Philippines, in Brazil, in Uganda, uh, potentially in the Middle East. Of course, it's, it's been happening in Iran for years now uh, in the underground churches and in the, in the uh, Muslims that are coming to Christ among the Iranian people. Uh, so it's an exciting day, but it's also a dark day. And so this morning we're going to be exposing uh, the, the enemy's agenda, the enemy's plans, particularly for deceiving when it comes to religion and comes to the true faith. And we're going to be talking about the one world religion rising. Before I do that, let's go to our website. Just check out our website, please. Uh, TILministry.com is, is our website, new email or new website link. Uh, we're moving away from the word project to ministry, and we're still making those changes on our website. Also, please um, uh, go to our text alert. We have our new text alert. If you're not getting our text alerts, please join. Uh, sign up. It doesn't cost you anything. So just type in join in the body of your text, and there's the number on the screen, 689-TT-TRUTH. TT for truth today, truth, 689-TT-TRUTH, or 888-7884. Just push the word join, push send, and you will be subscribed to our text alert. Uh, again, it doesn't cost you anything. It costs us, but we want you to be notified when we go live. I did it for Sunday when I was teaching for our prophecy update, and also for our shows. Also, please go to Rumble. Um, how many, Dry, how many do we have on Rumble today? Do we have, uh, we, we have about 35 or so on Rumble uh, Thursday? We had about half of, of, of you were on Rumble that were watching on Thursday. So um, we want to increase that audience. We want to build it. So rumble.com slash Ramhadian, rumble.com slash Ramhadian. Even if you watch us live on the website, which we encourage you to do on our, our live page, uh, please subscribe so that you get notification when we upload our content because that's where we're uploading that and our live page is where we're uploading our content, including our Catching Fire news uh, shows that we are doing on the subject of Islam and its incompatibility with American laws and Western values and Christianity. Um, all right, let's jump in, Jay. Uh, Dry, let's jump in. Uh, we're going to start in the Bible, and I want to cover for you guys here today uh, a little bit from Revelation 13, a little bit from Revelation 17. 
This is kind of a, a Bible slash prophecy update. Uh, Revelation 13 tells us about the two beasts that are going to rise up that are empowered by Satan, the dragon. That's Revelation 12. In Revelation 13, if you look at verse 13, I'm sorry, verse 11, then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon, and he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. So a bit of a context there again, earlier in Revelation 13, 1 through 10, we know the first beast is going to be the Antichrist. This is the world leader heading up the, the one world government, one world religion. I'm sorry, one world government, one world economy. Then the dragon, the serpent, Satan, empowers the second beast, who then will lead worship. This is why this is a false religious system, who will lead worship to the first beast, the Antichrist. Of course, we know the Antichrist will eventually set himself up in the temple of God, the rebuilt third temple, or it's not of God, but the rebuilt third temple, and will set himself up as God. Now notice again, it says, he had horns like a lamb, but spoke like a dragon. So we know that the imagery here, okay, he, didn't, he doesn't actually look like a lamb, he doesn't actually have um, horns, uh, unlike what we saw at the Grammys, where there were actually the demonic people were actually wearing horns. He looks like, so this is an imagery that John the Revelator is seeing because the imagery is he's gentle as a lamb. He looks like the Messiah, the Lamb of God. He's mimicking Jesus. But yet, what is it? When he opens his mouth, he speaks like a dragon. He speaks like the serpent, like Satan. What's coming out of his mouth is satanic. It is evil. It is from the pit of hell. And that's why we know this to be the false prophet in Revelation 17, if you have your Bibles, uh, when you look at, um, and I was talking about this in my Bible prophecy update Sunday night. By the way, uh, Sunday night's Bible prophecy update is live on our page. Uh, it is not on Rumble. Uh, Dry, that's something we need to do is put those on Rumble. But it is live on our page, uh, our live stream page. My, my wife made it live, made that live uh, should be there. Let us know if it's not. And as I was talking about the Bible prophecy update, we covered the a, a, a uh, prophecy in Revelation 16, the sixth bowl judgment that talks about the Euphrates River drying up, which by the way I covered is actually happening. This river that has been feeding the population in that area for at least 6,000 years is now drying up. And that's exactly what Revelation 16 prophesies. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates and its water was dried up so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. This is ultimately preparing for the battle of Armageddon. All the armies of the east, probably including China and Russia, are going to come and uh, war in preparing in the, battle of, in the valley of Megiddo. This is in Israel for the battle of Armageddon. Ultimately, it will be against the Lord himself and all the heavenly hosts that are going to come to fight these forces. I saw three unclean spirits like frogs, like frogs. We have to understand allegory. When we interpret 
we don't interpret literal for allegory and we don't interpret alle allegory for literal. So are actual frogs going to be coming out of their mouths? No. We saw unclean spirits. There's your key. Like frog. So the imagery that again John is seeing is that there are unclean spirits, which it goes on to translate for you in verse 14, for they are spirits of demons performing signs. So these unclean spirits are demons. So he's seeing this imagery of demons coming out of the mouths of these of, of three. The mouth of the dragon, so that's Satan. The mouth of the beast, the first beast, that's the Antichrist. And the mouth of the false prophet, that's the second beast in Revelation 13. For they are spirits of demons performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and to the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty, which is, of course, the battle of Armageddon. They're going to be, they're going to be uh, assembled in a place in the Hebrew called Megiddo or Armageddon. Megiddo is the valley of Megiddo where we're going to have the final battle before the coming of the second coming of the Lord. So the reason I bring this up is because that spirit is already at work. That spirit, the spirit of, of this mixture of Satan empowering the one world government, the one world economy, and Satan empowering the one world religion and the false prophet or the false prophets of the one world religion. All of that is coming together. All of that we are in the birth pangs in Matthew 24. All of that are the days of sorrow. This is the a time frame that is pre the tribulation. And the reason I bring that up is let's go to our first headline and I covered this again on uh, my prophecy updates. I, I want to go a little bit more into depth specifically. And I've been warning you about this in Bible prophecy. This is, again, the fulfillment of Bible prophecy, folks. What we just read is now the fulfillment. So what is the tactic that the enemy is going to use to bring about this one world religion, the false prophet, the false religious system? By the way, I don't think we have the image for that, but... Uh, this, uh, blah, 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 blah. Pray, please pray for this. March 17th in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. By the way, if you're in North Idaho, Spokane, please come. Please come. March 17th in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. I'm going to be recording. I'm really excited about this. Our a brand new presentation. We're going to record it so we can get it on DVD called One World Religion Rising. That's why I titled our program today that. One World Religion Rising. Contending for Christ against this end-time deception. So we're going to contend for Christ against this deception. Now, that is on the heels of our brand new DVD called The Great Pushback. Sorry, I always cover my face. That's not a good thing to do. Um, hold on one second, Jerry. Don't go there. The Great Pushback, we'll give you the link here in a minute, that has been a phenomenal uh, resource for what we've been told. Praise God, because God gets the glory. Uh, please, if you have not gotten the copy, get this. Here's the link for the copy, tillministry.com slash pushback. That's where you order it. You can go to that link and order it. And um, we're actually on back order. We have new, uh, a, a new shipment coming in. And uh, so, uh, but, and then we have another DVD that we're coming out on being consecrated and obeying God rather than man, where it's heavily focused on, the, on, on a proper biblical understanding of, Revelation, of, of Romans 13. Romans 13 has been one of the most misabused passages in all of human history in justifying tyranny, evil, and, and allowing uh, evil governments uh, and leaders to rise without Christian opposition under the guise of a false interpretation of Romans 13. Uh, yeah, Romans 13. And also, 
I, I go through a dozen examples from the Bible where when they obeyed God and disobeyed man, God blessed them. God multiplied them. And we're going to be talking about that. So that's coming out. So stay tuned for that. We're in post-edit of that right now. It's already been recorded. And then our new one. So if you're in Coeur Idaho, please again come and pray for us that we get a good recording, an anointed recording on March 17th. But I've been warning about this. And here's why I've been warning about this. Because we have previous DVDs. In 2012, we put together a DVD called Chris Slom Exposed. The Seductive Lie of a Common God Between Christianity and Islam. That's available on our website too. So we were warning about this merger and this mixture of this, of this movement towards um, all religions being the same. Then our 2015, I believe it was, DVD uh, is called The Trojan Horse of Interfaith Dialogue. It could be 2016. Warning about... The dangers of interfaith between Muslims and Christians. Unbiblical. In fact, we have a document on our website that is a four-page document. If you go to our website, tillministry.com, you'll see there's a tab up there that says, No Interfaith. Click on that. Read it. There's a four-page document put together by me and a couple other pastors on why interfaith is unbiblical between Christians and Muslims. But now we're in the realm of what's called multi-faith. And the whole multi-faith movement is something that is promoting several key things. But one of the things that they're promoting is this lie that Islam is Abrahamic. And so I've been warning about this for years. I've been trying to prepare. And this has infiltrated missionaries and mission organizations and evangelism and denominations. Pretty well every denomination has been infected by this deception that is the deception of interfaith and multi-faith and that Islam has common ground and has uh, uh, an Abrahamic faith. So uh, in this new presentation, we are going to be, the, the, the One World Religion Rising, we are going to be exposing this entire multi-faith movement. And uh, part of what uh, I expose is the groups that are behind it. And the largest group that is behind it is called multi-faith, um, let's see, multi-faith na uh, neighborhood networks, MFNN, multi-faith neighborhood networks. And this is an international group that is supposed to have a pastor, an evangelical pastor, a Jewish rabbi, and an Islamic imam. Now, we expose the imam as Imam Muhammad Majid, who is a Muslim Brotherhood operative to the core. He was, uh, his organization was indicted as a, as a possible co-conspirator, and yet, both under Obama and now under Biden, he's been uh, uh, appointed as the commissioner on the United States Commission on International Religious Freedom. So where you have the greatest persecution of Christians globally coming at the hands of Muslims. And this continues around the world, in Iran, in North Africa, Sudan, Nigeria, in the Middle East, in Egypt, all over the Muslim world, you're seeing the worst persecution of Christians coming at the hands of Muslims. And yet, you have a Muslim Brotherhood operative that is put on the Religious Commission Council, it was under Obama, 
and it is now under Biden, O'Biden. And so he's connected to CARE, his uh, mosque uh, in Washington, D.C. But the, 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 the deception is how the evangelical fool, Pastor Bob Roberts Jr., and how the Jewish rabbi, these are the fools. These are the ones who are being deceived because they don't know Islam. They don't understand the times we are in. They're not listening to former Muslims like myself. Remember, I was a former Muslim. I came out of Islam. I was born into a Muslim family. I was born in Iran. I left Islam uh, in 1999. I converted to Christianity. And, 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 and the God of the Bible, the Holy Spirit, revealed to me in my own testimony, Sharam, there is but one true way. One is a lie. One is the, one is the truth. Meaning, one is a lie the way you've been following. Islam is a lie. One is the truth, Christianity, the Bible, the God of the Bible, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the truth. You got to choose whom you're going to serve. And 20, almost 24 years ago, I made that decision to choose the God of the Bible to come out of Islam. By the way, becoming an apostate, having my family disown me for a number of years, being ashamed of me, uh, being the, 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 the so-called black sheep of the family, but really I'm the white sheep of the family, and, and being having death threats, on my life. So these are things that it's all we all we count all of that as as gain. We count all of that as joy. We count all of that as worthy of, of the honor to, to serve Christ. But my point is that the Lord showed me in my own testimony. And here are these multi-faith fools joining hands with the Islamic movement, with the Muslim Brotherhood of all groups to push the narrative that now Islam is Abrahamic. So we have been exposing this, and of course I've been warning about this facility that was being built in Abu Dhabi called the Abrahamic Family House. It was scheduled to be finished in 2022, but because of COVID, it was pushed back to 2023. Well, guess what? Last Thursday, again, I covered this in my prophecy update. Dry, let's bring that headline up, please. The Abrahamic Family House is done. It's finished. Look at this. The Abrahamic family house in Abu Dhabi, it, it was set to open. It is now open, folks. Now, what I don't agree with this headline is that is the international headquarters of the one world religion of Chrislam. I don't believe it's going to be Chrislam. It's going to be multi-faith. It's the one world religion of multi-faith. But I, I agree with the headline that I believe this will be the headquarters. If you watch the videos of the opening ceremony, all of these religious leaders, because on the, on the property there's a mosque, a church, and a synagogue. And they're claiming we are all Abrahamic, we're all of the family of Abrahamic, and this is how we're going to bring world peace. We're going to bring the world to peace when these three great religions come together and unite, listen, unite in peace, in harmony, under one banner. And what's that banner? We serve one God. Muslims, Christians, and Jews are all monotheistic according to the claim of this deception and and we all worship the god of the uh, of abraham so in my new presentation we're going to be blowing this out of the water we're going to be absolutely annihilating lord willing this lie as i have tried to annihilate the lie of chrislam as i've tried to annihilate the lie of interfaith we're going to annihilate the lie of multi-faith 
to make sure that Christians do not get deceived by this end-time deception, that Christians contend for their faith, and uplift the only name that can save, the only name that is God, the only God that is the true God, that is the God of the Bible, Yahweh, Jehovah, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There is no other. All are counterfeits, all are false, all are fake, all are demonic, including Allah, the so-called God of Islam. And we'll cover that in just a little bit. So why is this important? Because Abu Dhabi, Dubai, the United Arab Emirates, that part of the world is also fully entrenched in the one world government. They just had the, the, one, the, the, the world government summit in Dubai just last week, a week and a half ago. So the Islamic world, and this is again, I've said to you before, we call this the red and green access. The red access Communism, socialism, Marxism, globalism. That's the red beast. The green beast, Islam, the Islamic world. Those two are working together. Now you go, well, Sharam, aren't they at odds in their beliefs? Absolutely. One is atheistic, no, uh, no belief in God. One is a belief in a false God. But they're working together for a common enemy, and that is to destroy Christianity, to destroy any Judeo-Christian values and Western law that, is, that are based upon those values. And they're doing a pretty good job. The Islamic, the red-green axis control the United Nations. The red-green axis influences the World uh, Economic Forum. The red-green axis is, is, was fully behind the World Health Organization and the COVID cabal. The red-green axis is what is destroying America. It is what is destroying Western Europe. It is what is destroying Australia, New Zealand, Canada. And spiritually sullying the name of Christ. Um, now, I want to bring up another article. Uh, this is an article that my friend uh, Dick Manasseri sent me. Dick, if you're watching, love you. Look forward to seeing you soon, brother. Um, go to this dry, Dr. Rich Swire. Do you have that article there about is Allah? Yeah, there we go. Interesting article here that he sent me. We've covered this before. Is Allah a real God? Is he historical? So a historical and biblical analysis. The book is called Taweed or Trinity. Taweed is in Islam. Go ahead and please come back to me. Taweed, Taweed, T-A-W-H-I-D, in Islam is the profession that there is no God but Allah and his messenger Muhammad, but it's the belief that there is but one God. It's a, it's a declaration of a monotheistic God. Now, why is that important? I just told you that part of the lie of the Abrahamic faith narrative and the Abrahamic family house, and, that, and again, that's what they're calling this facility in Abu Dhabi, the Abrahamic family house. And what I, one quick thing, what I said in my Bible prophecy update on Sunday night is that I believe that this model now that has been formed in the heart of the Muslim world is going to be then mimicked and copied in other parts of the world, including in Turkey, including in the United States, including in Western Europe. And ultimately, I believe this will be the model that will somehow capture the Temple Mount 
and allow the Jews to rebuild their temple under the control of the Islamic world, meaning that the Christians and Jews can worship on the Temple Mount, but they were going to be subjugated as second-class citizens under the control of Islam being the main driving force behind this one-world religion, but under the guise of, look, we are Abrahamic, and if they can serve, if they can worship Abraham in the Middle East, in the heart of the uh, Arab world, uh, all is one, then why can't they do that in Jerusalem on the Temple Mount? So again, my prediction is that the Temple Mount will come together under the guise in fact, the temple, I, again, forgive me for those of you who watched the prophecy update if this is redundant, the Temple Mount Institute that is behind gathering everything to rebuild the third temple has said so, that the Temple Mount will be a place of worship for all nations, misusing an Isaiah prophecy because the prophecy is foretelling the coming of the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus Christ, and when he comes and establishes kingdom on earth and sets up his government in Jerusalem, then all the nations will be able to come and worship the one true God, Jesus Christ. They're misusing it, saying, oh, all nations will come and worship all gods. This is going to be a place of worship for all the gods. And so we are ushering in the deception of, of the one world religion. This is the deception of the false prophet, the one world religion that is coming, that is here, that is flourishing, that is being set up and its headquarters being set up under the guise of love, under the guise of tolerance, under the guise of acceptance. We all are one. Let's just come and give each other hugs. But meanwhile, it is the deception from the pit of hell, the, 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 the um, beast that had two horns that looked like a lamb, but when he spoke, he spoke like a dragon, right? Total demonic deception. Total demonic deception. So going back to this article, Islam claims, now remember, the narrative for the West, the narrative for the, for the deceived Christians and Jews is that, oh, we all are all one God, uh, worship one God. That the Abrahamic faith notion is Christians worship the God of Abraham, Jews worship the God of Abraham, Muslims worship the God of Abraham, and because we all worship the God of Abraham, let's put aside our religious differences and come together and hold hands and have kumbaya uh, worship services to this one God. Okay, that's the, the gist of it. The reality is that within Islam, and I, I'm going to uh, read to you here from the Reliance of the Traveler, uh, the third most, most authoritative book on Islamic law, only behind the Quran itself and behind the Sunnah of Muhammad the hadiths, and the traditions of Muhammad. So in section W 4.0, in section, and I read this so that ignorant Christians can be educated, okay? In section W of 4.0, again, speaking of this question, uh, can you bring that article up one more time, please, Jaya? Taweed or Trinity? Because the narrative is, if Allah is true, then the Bible must be false because the Trinity is ungodly, un or it's, it's against God. If the Bible is true, then Islam must be false. That's got to be our understanding. That, that's what I cover in the interfaith, is that both sources cannot be divine. The Bible can't be divine and the Quran divine. 
that both can't be divine sources because they refute so much of, of, against each other. They contradict so much. So this article, um, or this book, I guess, by W.O. Williams, is piggybacking off another book by a former Muslim who actually has now passed and gone to heaven, uh, Dr. Nabil Qureshi. He got stomach cancer and went to uh, be with Jesus. But he wrote a book called No God But One, Allah or Jesus. And he was a devout Muslim who then was confronted by a, uh, a Christian by the name of David Wood in 2001, challenged to explore Christianity apologetically, as he did over four years. He began to understand there's no way of refuting Christianity, that Islam and Christianity cannot both be true. Same as my testimony. He converted to Christianity. He got his uh, master's, and he wrote that book. Well, now, W.O. Williams uh, presents 11 questions that were answered by Qureshi in his book. Uh, questions about the false presumptions about the Crusades, grace versus works, between the grace of Christianity and the works of Islam, Allah versus the Trinity, is the Quran eternal or created? Um, Allah, does Allah depend on his creation to be Allah? Do Muslims and Christians worship the same God? Uh, did you know that the Quran denies Jesus' resurrection and the Godhead, the Trinity? Was Muhammad foretold in the Bible? The answer is no. Were there scientific insights in the Quran? The answer is no. Was Muhammad really a prophet? And finally, is the, Cor is the Quran the Word of God? So those are what that book covers. And what we cover in our presentations and all my DVDs is trying to answer those questions. And this is why we have so many different DVDs on the subject matter. So Tawid or Trinity. Now, why is this important? Because remember, the lie of the Abrahamic faith uh, deception is that we all worship the one God. But in reality, that's not what the Quran teaches. In Surah chapter 3, the Quran teaches that Christians are um, polytheists. They're sinners. The sin of Christianity, the biggest sin of Christianity is that Christians are polytheists, they worship three gods. So in Surah chapter 364, and this is the deception of the common word argument. The Muslims use this verse to deceive the Christians because the Christians are so ignorant about the Quran and Islam because, again, they're not listening to former Muslims who come out of it. Say, O people of the book, which is a reference in the Quran to the Jewish and Christian scriptures, come to an understanding between us or come to an equal word or common word between us and you. This is where they got the common word movement. The Muslims initiated a, 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 an approach to tactically deceive Christians and Jews by saying to them, look, we have a common word between us and you, people of the scriptures, Jews and Christians. Now you would think that that's the basis of some, some wonderful harmonic equity. Uh-uh. That we serve only Allah, that we assume no partners with him nor do we take others as lords besides Allah so what are the three things that they're telling the people of the book that one don't worship anybody but Allah or the supposed God 
don't give any partners to Allah, i.e. the Trinity, right? So Holy Spirit, Jesus, no, you can't be partners with God because God is not a partner, nor take anybody as Lord beside Allah. Well, what do we call Jesus Christ? Lord and Savior. He is our Lord, our Master. So this verse is directly denying the Trinity. So that's why the Taweed or Trinity, the Quran denies that Christians believe in one God. It says that Christians believe in three gods. And therefore they must be rebuked. Look at the next verse. So if they turn away, meaning if they repent and turn away from this false belief, so say, bear witness that we are Muslims. O people of the book, why do you dispute about Abraham when the Torah and the gospel were not sent down until after him? Do you not understand? So again, the claim is Islam is claiming to be connected to the Abrahamic faith. But here's the other deception, again, going back to this book, The Reliance of the Traveler by uh, Narib al-Misri. This is, again, the most authoritative uh, book outside of the Quran and the Sunnah of Muhammad on the um, on Sharia, on the law of Islam, the law of Allah. And here's the section. The section is on the finality of Muhammad's message as the final prophet. Islam teaches Muhammad is the seventh prophet of the line of seven. Jesus was number six. Muhammad is number seven. And therefore, he's, his message is final. Okay? His message is final. Section uh, one. Muhammad is the last prophet and messenger. Anyone claiming to be a prophet or messenger of Allah after him or to have found a new religion is a fraud. So there goes Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, anything that came after Islam is fraudulent. Number two, section two. Previously revealed religions were valid in their own eras, as is attested to by many verses of the Quran, i.e., Judaism and Christianity were valid at that time, but were abrogated by the universal message of Islam. Now, what does abrogation mean? It means they were changed. This is the way the Quran is. The Quran is in two, two sections. Passages that are from the region of Mecca, then passages that are from the region of Medina. Uh, my friend Usama Datak, who wrote this book, uh, or, or translated this Quran from Arabic to English um, actually has a section in here where he breaks them up. He breaks them up into Mecca, Medina, Mecca, Medina, as far as what chapter of the Quran was written where. Because the Quran claims that the latter chapters that were in Medina abrogated the earlier chapters. They changed it. They nullified it. That's why this notion that Islam is peaceful, tolerant, it may have been that way in, the, in, the, in Mecca, but it did not end that way in Medina. And the latter verses supersede and abrogate and nullify the earlier verses. So this section of Sharia is saying that the, because Islam came last and Muhammad was the last prophet, that supersedes, abrogated, changed, and, and actually nullified anything that came before it. Now watch this. As is equally attested to by many verses of the Quran, meaning that the latter verses of the Quran attest that Islam is the final religion, that all religions uh, have been changed. Um, it goes on to say that, let's see, let's see, 
Um, okay, actually, I'll just read it all the way through. Both points are worthy of attention from English-speaking Muslims who are occasionally exposed to erroneous theories advanced by some teachers and Quran translators affirming the, 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 the religion's validity, meaning the early uh, validity, or the, the uh, Islam's validity, but denying or not mentioning their abrogation. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Affirming the, the valid, validity of Christianity and Judaism back, back then, but then denying or not mentioning that they've been abrogated, they've been changed. Or that it is unbelief, meaning you become a kufra. A kufra or a kafir means you become filthy or, or dirty. You become sinful. It's unbelief to hold that those... Just listen to what it calls Christianity and Judaism. Those remnant cults, remnant cults, now bearing the names of formerly valid religions, such as Christianity and Judaism, Back then, Judaism was valid. Back then, Christianity was valid during the time of the Old Testament prophets, during the time of Jesus. But the moment Islam came on the scene, the moment Muhammad shows up and says, everything is off the table, now Islam is the final religion, Sharia is saying, those are now remnant cults. They are no longer valid. Don't use the term Christianity. Don't use the term Judaism. Call them cults. And what does it says? As are acceptable to Allah the Most High, don't say that they're acceptable to Allah the Most High after He sent the final messenger. This is a matter over which there is no disagreement among Islamic scholars. So I don't care who you listen to, according to the Sharia law manual, it's telling you there is no disagreement between Islamic scholars as far as the validity of Islam as the final religion and the fact that Christianity and Judaism have been nullified. So can I ask you, given that, under what basis do, do, do Muslims tell Christians and Jews we worship the same God, we're all going to worship together on one property, under one banner. So either those Muslims have to completely reject Islam and say Islam is a false religion, the Quran is a false book, Allah is a false God, He's not God at all. Muhammad is the false prophet. Or they are absolutely blowing smoke up the you-know-what of the Christians and Jews. They're deceiving a demonic spirit at work, antichrist spirit at work, deceiving the Jews and the Christians. This is the craziness of what we're dealing with. This is why we have to expose this false one world religion. Again, I'm excited for the new presentation. One world religion rising. This is why, please pray, that nothing will stop in the way of getting this out so we can expose and equip Christians and Jews to not fall for the deception that Islam is an Abrahamic faith. Islam's covenant, and I cover this at length in the presentation, Islam's covenant, their Abrahamic covenant, is the opposite of the covenant of the Old Testament. They claimed that it was Ishmael that was going to be sacrificed under the covenant, not Isaac. They claimed the Jews stole the covenant from the Arabs and that it was not Isaac, but Ishmael that was going to be sacrificed as the promised son of Allah, their name for God. By the way, nowhere in the Bible does it mention 
the name, the God of the Bible's name is Allah. We should never call the God of the Bible Allah. I will never, ever, ever, to the last breath that I have, ever call the God of the Bible Allah. His name is Jehovah, Yahweh. He is Adonai. He's given us his name. His name is Yeshua, salvation, uh, Jesus Christ. That's his name, and we're never going to call him Allah. And I've, I've had good debates, even with Arab Christian brothers who will say, oh no, we have no problem praying to Allah. Change, repent. Because it's confusing to the Muslims who come out of Islam like me. What? I left Islam. I denounced Allah. Now you're telling me I should pray to Allah? That Allah is the same God as the God of the Bible? Voice of the Martyrs. Wycliffe. Bible translators. All these organizations have been guilty and caught in Bible translations or promoting the idea that Allah is just an Arabic name for the same God as the God of the Bible. Total lie. Total lie. And so Islam can never be Abrahamic. Islam does not share the lineage of the heritage because the God of the Bible said that God was going to sacrifice, that Abraham was to sacrifice his son Isaac on Mount Moriah. He was the promised son. He was the blessed son. The false god of Islam says it was going to be Ishmael in Mecca. Now on Mount Moriah in Mecca. 800 and something miles apart. Wrong son. Wrong covenant. Wrong promise. Islam can never be Abrahamic. A couple of other quick headlines and we got to go. Um, American Thinker article. Very concerning. You have that one? Uh, by uh, Raymond Ibrahim, a former Muslim. Um, how America is becoming like a Muslim country. If you get a chance to go read that, very short read, but talking about that the persecution of Christianity in America now, the persecution of Christians is leading America to become like a Muslim country. Why? Because of the heavy persecution of Christians in those Muslim countries. Islam is the worst perpetrator of persecution against Christians in the world. Don't tell, let anybody else tell you differently. Then we have this article from the New York Post, uh, ISIS-inspired terrorists. Do you have that one dryer from um, a few days ago? Yeah, right there. ISIS-inspired terrorists request mistrial because of New York City U-Haul attack. Three years ago, a ISIS-inspired jihadist, um, his name, I, I don't even want to say his name, um, he uh, kills seven or eight people by getting a U-Haul truck, running them down, killing them. Then his, he was coming up for trial. All of a sudden, on the three-year anniversary to the day, another guy who is uh, supposedly not Muslim, uh, supposedly mentally unstable, gets a U-Haul truck and runs people down, kills one person. And now the attorneys for this jihadist want the trial to be moved or uh, declare a mistrial because the jury pool was tainted. What, what a coincidence, right? Uh, that that happened. Um, let's see, let's go here, go dry. Let's go to the memory TV one. Look at this. Uh, Iran is r ramping up again. Iran Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, the earthquake in Tur Turkey and Syria, pff, small thing, 45,000 people dead, no big deal, because that, what's really important is we got to fight for the Palestinians and fight America, the great Satan. Remember, Israel is a little Satan, America is a great Satan, Iran is ramping up for war, Russia is ramping up for war, China is ramping up for war, and we have this corrupt administration, Biden going over and having tears over in Ukraine. Oh, I feel like I'm home. Uh, I'm so glad to be back in Ukraine. We can't take care of people in East, East Palestine. 
people who are poisoned and, and dying now in East Palestine. We can't give aid there to them, to our own people, but we're going to go over, over and give another $500 million, uh, more money to this corrupt Ukraine government. Of course, Biden loves Ukraine because that's, how, that's where they made most of their money, him and Hunter. So we have an absolute evil, 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 corrupt government. Uh, this is treason at the highest level, but only God can deal with this. And what, what do we need? We need the outpouring of the Spirit. We need God's outpouring of the Spirit in these last days, folks, because that's the only hope for America. That's the only hope for the world to be able to um, awaken the world, awaken people to Christ, and, and come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Wake up His church. Father, pour out Your Spirit. Pour out Your Spirit in a greater measure. Amen? And 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 show yourself, reveal yourself to this corrupt, dying, broken world. Folks, we are on the cusp of the one world religion. We are on the cusp of the one world government. We're on the cusp of the one world economy. The Bible is true. Prophecy matters. Stay tuned with us, connected to ministries. And finally, would you prayerfully support us? You see our donate page there. Would you prayerfully consider uh, keeping, we, we, a lot of months we just scrape by because of the fact that um, it's tough. This message is tough, folks. So there's our, our, our ministry uh, donate page, tillministry.com slash donate. If you can prayerfully consider a one-time donation right now to the ministry to give us a boost, to keep us going. Uh, we were so grateful for the year-end donations to, to get us through the end of the year, to give us a little bit of, of a space. We're now almost in March. And so would you prayerfully consider that one-time donation? The address is on the website. Uh, please make checks out the Truth in Love Ministry or TIL, not project, just TIL or TIL Ministry, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. And then finally, if you're uh, prayerfully would consider, if you're able to, to join our Gideon Army of 300, we're praying for 300 believers who will pray for us and give regularly to this ministry so that we have a working budget to pay for all these things that, um, we, that are required to keep the ministry going. I'm going to be traveling again. Uh, please try, uh, come back to me. I'm going to be traveling again uh, later this week to Western Washington. Please check out our events calendar, folks. These are the dates. Port Angeles, Arlington, Oak Harbor, uh, Ferndale, which is up in Bellingham, Washington. Please come and join us at one of those events. I'm going to be doing the One World Religion Rising uh, on a couple different locations. So we're excited to practice that in preparation for March 17th in uh, Idaho. Um, please check out our events calendar uh, and please pray for us as we pray for you. May the Lord bless you. Now, listen, because I'm traveling, I'm actually flying on Thursday. We are pre-recording Thursday's show um, and next Tuesday's show. So those are gonna be pre-recorded um, because I'm gonna be on the road. It's so difficult to do this on the road. So there'll be live stream, but it's gonna be pre-recorded for Thursday night and for uh, next Tuesday. Next Thursday, March 2nd, we will be back here live. I'll be back live in our studios with you as well. This is Pastor Sharam Hadian. God bless you. Have a blessed weekend. Uh, dig in, pour in, be desperate for the Lord so that he can pour out a spirit upon us in these last days. May Jesus be glorified. Uh, we'll see you next week. God bless you guys.